Uh, now, um, the council, uh, sorry, first up, I just want to uh, talk about uh, the fact that a council, of course, uh, you may know, um, is deciding that it will spend money on a pro-voice campaign. Now, I make no secret of being firmly in favour of giving Aboriginal Australians recognition in our constitution through a voice to parliament. I've been on the record as saying that. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. But I definitely don't think that my local council should be spending our ratepayers' money to promote a yes or no campaign. I don't need to be told at a local government level how to think. The Fremantle Council thinks otherwise and has decided to allocate $35,500 on a vote yes campaign. Why? Well, here's the Fremantle Mayor, Hannah Fitzharding, explaining the decision to the breakfast program. We've had a position of council since 2018 to support the full implementation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. And obviously the first part of that is a voice to parliament. So we've had a council position and that supports our council position. Right. Have you had any rate payers that said, we don't want some money spent on this? Probably the opposite. So last night we made a committee decision. That'll go through to full council in a couple of weeks. So it's not a final decision as yet. But look, we had Thomas Mayo, who's one of the lead campaigners for the, the yes vote, in Freo recently speaking, and we had a packed town hall with people wanting to find out how they could come along and support the Yes campaign. So if anything, we've had quite a lot of interest from the community in how we might be able to get out there and be supportive, which is where this has come from. All right, Fremantle residents, if you're in that jurisdiction, feel free to give us a call, one double three eight eighty two. Do you think your council should be spending thirty five grand on telling you to vote yes? Now, the council committee made its decision last night and there was only one councillor, from what I can tell, who voted against spending the money on a voice campaign. Councillor Maria Vucic joins me now. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Obviously, you know, the voice is uh, very, very topical at the moment as it sort of heads towards that referendum. Uh, But out of interest, what were you told when you asked why should we be spending $35,000 on a a single campaign, a yes campaign? Well, basically the mayor outlined um, that we have a a RAP uh, program. We have uh, various committees which are represented by the Indigenous people and that we also signed on in 2018, I believe, to the Uvalu Statement and that is the bona fides uh, that represents the people in the city and that they want it and hence... Why, why are we going to go down that route? All right. So $35,500. How do they spend that? Well, uh, the way that they're going to spend that, uh, for 35500 on page 54 of our agenda, this is what we're going to get. Kitchen table conversation staff and volunteer training, community kitchen table conversations, History Centre installations, disclosure panel presentation, and campaign communications. Okay. So essentially it's backing one argument here. Is that where you have an issue with it, that that you think that there should be as well as 35,500 on a yes campaign, it should be the same for a no campaign? Well, the way I look at this um, as an independent councillor, is um, we, have a mo- we had a motion in the chamber last night that's only looking at supporting the yes vote. But we only want to have a conversation with ourselves. 
multiplied around the city and suburbs. You know, it's self-evident that you cannot have a meaningful conversation with yourself. If you're going to have a balanced conversation at all, you need the other side or the voices in the middle to be heard as well. Mm. So using the rate payers to only um, have one side of conversation is not helpful and it is not within our local government remit. Okay, you've said that, uh, that you feel that you would be going against the oath that you represent uh, as a councillor by supporting it this way. Why is that? Well, look at it this way. Here is part of our oath. Now, three years ago, um, I was elected on council as a first-timer, and I said that I declare that I take the office upon myself and will duly, honestly, and with integrity fulfil the duties of the office for the people in the district. It doesn't say some people. It says the people. I take it seriously. I represent all ratepayers and residents. So if we are going to go down this route, and, and let's just entertain that this is within our remit, then to have a one-sided argument, well, that is not representing all of the people. It is really, you're political and you're ideological when mm. you do that. And that is really disturbing to have that on local council. I mean, look, like the, the local government in Fremantle has often uh, been out there in terms of Australia Day uh, acknowledgement and so on. So I'm, I'm not surprised that they've gone down this path, uh, but it, it does seem a bit of a stretch to use ratepayers' money to push one political or social argument, doesn't it? sure does. It just doesn't um, fit the pub test. Um, I think the argument that was given by the Mayor to me last night in the chamber was um, couldn't even be debated. Um, it, it, it just doesn't ring true. It's just so un-Australian. We just don't have one-sided arguments. You, if you want to engage in a representative democracy, then we want to hear all voices. And I can say in the three years that I have been elected member of Fremantle, I have spoken to every group. I don't have to agree with you, but my job is to represent you on basic local government remit. You know, Not on any other yeah. issue. I mean, let, let's put the $35,500 to one side anyway. Let, and let's just have the mm. discussion about whether or not the city of Fremantle or any other local government council needs to get involved to the point where they're spending money and, and waging arguments about it. Surely it could be done at a state and federal government level. I mean, this is a federal government issue at the moment. It certainly is. And that was one of the, the things I also pointed out. It is a you know federal government uh, issue. Uh, we have plenty of opportunities to become involved in it. Maria Vuzik is a private citizen. May well have a different view on the yes or the no vote. But Councillor Vuzik cannot have a vote on it or a point of view in the local government remit mm. that I have. So I do think, you know, this isn't this isn't uh, this is this isn't about local government. Uh, as you say, Fremantle likes to put itself out there. I'd like to talk about Fremantle finances. Yeah, I was going to now, say, that's what have you got? Be have you got plenty of money to spend down that way? No. We've just spent over $30 million on a building that uh, took me 18 months to bring a light, shine a light on in the chamber. 
And the mayor's response was, oh, we did such a great job, we'll do it again. Mm. Uh, we can't do a kilometre footpath. We just don't have it. We've spent it. Uh, these are the issues that I want to spend um, ratepayers' dollars on, and my time and energy is to, um, is to have a look at how we can earn more money for the city, how we can improve our basic services, how we can engage back again with all of our residents in Fremantle, not just a section that happens to be, you know, you know, on a political, on a political um, angle. Mm. Politics have no room in local government. That's the remit of the state and the federal areas. And I, we should I, not be duplicating it. All right. Well, that might be wishful thinking. I'll just ask you this as a last question. Uh, you sure. personally, do you support a voice to the parliament, as we've seen and we will see in a referendum question coming up? The voice to parliament... Um, I'll, I'll, I'll share something with you that I, I uncovered with my research, and, and it's really pretty basic. Um, it says, most Aboriginal people don't trust government. After years of pro broken promises, exclusion, discrimination, state sanction, genocide, it's not, it's not hard to see why. I'm not anti the voice to parliament, but they still have to persuade me that this is going to be in the best interest to introduce another layer, uh, another layer of unelected people who are, are going to be top down again. Um, because if we have a look at the amount of money that we have spent uh, on the indigenous uh, issues, um, it's in the billions. And if you have a look at what has really reached um, communities all over this country, um, not a lot has been achieved. So I think this debate of the voice of parliament, I am really looking forward to it yep. because I want to be persuaded. Okay. I want more well, okay. for the Indigenous people. Okay. Well, I'll just interrupt. Here's my last question. If, if the council had decided to spend 35500 on a yes vote and $35,500 on a no vote, what would you say? I'd still say no. Okay. Not our reason. Because you don't think we, they, they no. should be spending the money full stop? No, right. okay. no, it's not happening. Maria, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Maria Vucic, uh, she's a councillor who decided not to support the idea that the Frio Council would spend $35,000 on a yes campaign, uh, which will go to a yes alliance, uh, which according to the words of the officers of the uh, City of Fremantle, uh, we'll be focusing strongly on training community members as volunteers to be advocates and educators on the Uluru Statement from the Heart and Voice to Parliament. Uh, volunteers will be encouraged to hold kitchen table conversations in the community where the topic can be discussed and questions answered. Will you tell me, if you, particularly if you live down there, but even if you don't, would you be comfortable with your council deciding to spend ratepayers' money to promote a yes or no campaign on The Voice, or both. In this case, it's a yes campaign. Is that where ratepayers' money should be going, given the amount of money that's coming from the federal government around the arguments on The Voice? One double three, eight eighty two is the number. Give us a call. Do not forget, folks, that we are giving you tickets, of course, if you want to get along to the Rod Stewart Bringing On The Hits uh, tour, uh, which is at Perth's RAC Arena on Saturday. Uh, with special guest Cindy Lauper. We've got uh, some tickets for that 
133882. Or, of course, you can go to livenation.com.au for more information. Coming back after this, it's 21 minutes past nine.